Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
fails me never Good shepherd may I sing your praise Within your house forever Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment, but I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them and I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives power to become the children of God and has promised them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, merciful Father, since you have wakened from death the shepherd of your sheep, grant us your Holy Spirit that when we hear the voice of our shepherd, we may know him who calls each by name and follow where he leads through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The reading for this fourth Sunday of Easter, which we call Shepherd Sunday, is from the second chapter of Acts. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common, 
And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day, those who were being saved. This is God's word. The epistle is from the second chapter of 1 Peter. Notice how this reading mentions sheep and shepherd. For this is a gracious thing when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if, when you do good and suffer for it, you endure? This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is God's word. Alleluia, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Alleluia, alleluia. And indeed, the Holy Gospel, according to St. John, the 10th chapter, Jesus is speaking. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. 
So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, my friends. Oh, I am so glad that we get to join together in just this time to talk about some really cool things that Jesus really did for us. Okay, so today... I'm going to quote some phrases from some pretty famous characters in one real person. After I say the phrase, you have to do one thing to show me that you know the answer. And no, it's not raise your hand because I can't see you do that. But I want you, and maybe your parents can record you doing this because that would be great to see. I need you to ba like a sheep. You guys do that? Let's try it one time. Bah. Oh, good job. Okay, so we're going to go through these five things that these characters said, and you're going to try to guess what it is and who said it, okay? All right, and then I'll show you the picture, and you'll see if you get it right. Okay, so are you ready? First one. To infinity and beyond. Did you get it? Did you ba? Ba. You're right. It was Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that's who said that. Okay, maybe this one's a little harder, but it could be easy for some of you. Ready? Some people are worth melting for. Oh, I heard the boss. Yep, you got it. It was Olaf. Good job, my friends. Okay, here's another one. One of my favorites. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Oh, good boss. You're right. It's Dory. She said that a lot, didn't she? Ooh, now this might be an oldie but a goodie for some of you guys. Uh, me want cookie. Anybody know who that is? Oh, I heard some buzz. That's right, it's Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster would say that all the time. All right, we got two more. Okay, you ready? Here's, the, here's another one. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. Any ideas? Do I hear some buzz? I heard some buzz. You guys are right. It was Mary Poppins who said that. Yeah. So it was, was it easy or hard to guess who said each of these things? How could it be that we would know who said each phrase? You have to be pretty familiar with the movies and the characters in there to know who said what, right? You had to have watched like Finding Nemo and you may not know that Dory is the one that said just keep swimming, but if you've seen Frozen like a million times, you could really easily guess that Olaf said that, right? 
So the more you know the movie and the character, the better you know their voice. I have one more voice for you to guess. Are you ready? Here it is. Love each other as I have loved you. Who do you think said that? Oh, I'm hearing some buzz. You're right. Jesus said that. Jesus said, love each other as I have loved you. Jesus is not a cartoon character. He is our good shepherd who promises to take care of us all the time. Jesus says that his sheep, that would be us, know his voice and follow him. You know what, my friends? The big way that you and I get to know God's voice is through this thing right here. You have one with you? Here, look. Flip the pages like this. <gasps> Do you hear Jesus telling you things? Because he is. He's telling you every day, I love you. I love you. I love you. He has some really special things to tell you. And we need to know his voice so that we can follow him. We want to follow Jesus, our good shepherd. Let's pray and thank him for being that for us. Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you that you help us hear and know Jesus' voice. We want to follow you today and always. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, I will see you later. Make sure you're bond like sheep today. Hallelujah, our Lord God Almighty reigns. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. I do always start my sermons during the Easter season with that, that praise to God from Revelation chapter 19. Hallelujah literally means praise the Lord or actually praise Yah, praise Yahweh, God's name in the Old Testament. Uh, but today it's especially important for, for two particular reasons. Hallelujah this should be, we believe, the last Sunday when we do not physically gather together. The, the hope and prayer, the, the plan is that next Sunday, May 10th, we will gather physically for worship for both of our regular worship services, 8.30 traditional here in the sanctuary, and 11 o'clock Ignite, our contemporary worship in the Faith and Life Center. Church members and members of our church family received uh, email and regular mail with some details. I'll share them quickly here. In case you miss it otherwise, be sure to arrive early because we will come into the building separately, one or one family at a time. 
We'll have some protocols for your entry and um, we'll ask you to sit separately at a distance from each other, family by family or individuals in both rooms. We will also ask you to exit separately, um, kind of ushered out the old way of doing things and go straight home. By the way, there'll be no fellowship time before, between, or after worship services. And we will not have our regular hour for, for Bible study, adult Bible study, Sunday school for the children. We may have a, a handout you can take if you want. Uh, a Bible study on the Sunday readings next week. If you're watching this video early Sunday morning, uh, you can join us for that study uh, here on May 3rd, uh, 9.45, a Zoom meeting. Both of our Bible studies are available. We may also find a way in a sanitary way to distribute carnations for Mother's Day. There'll be no nursery for the children during worship, so parents, be sure to, to um, keep your kids with you and literally with you, not roaming around. We will also ask older people and those with a higher risk for infection to consider in prayer, maybe putting off their gathering until things are even safer. We will do a video of this 8.30 traditional worship. Uh, it won't be the edited versions you're seeing now. It'll just be the entire service available also on, on DVD. So, hallelujah. Worship in person next Sunday. But hallelujah also because I love this Sunday. Praise God. The fourth Sunday of Easter is always called Shepherd Sunday or, or Good Shepherd Sunday. And you can't miss that theme throughout today's worship. We always hear on this Sunday one portion of, of John chapter 10. It's called the Good Shepherd chapter. And Jesus shares a lot about what this title and role for him means I'll share from later in the chapter what I think is the most important point. So many people think of Jesus as the good shepherd in a, uh, a beautiful, artistic, uh, um, uh, uh, pastoral way with Jesus cuddling a lamb in his arms or maybe on his shoulders you see depicted. But, but the... The, the image and the role of the Good Shepherd is, is much more rough and edgy. Jesus said later in this chapter, I am the Good Shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. That is the prime role of the Good Shepherd, to sacrifice himself, to become one of the lambs and take the death. We all deserve, indeed, he did it on the cross. There are other things later in the chapter we cover in today's Bible study with me. His sheep hear his voice. I give them eternal life. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What, what a wonderful promise he gives as the end result, even now, 
eternal life with him and it's guaranteed he proved it by his resurrection from the dead that's why this Sunday is during the Easter season I lay down my life and I have authority to take it up again he said but the section you just heard earlier in the worship is from the start of the chapter where Jesus really doesn't talk about himself so much as the good shepherd, another image I'll get to. And for now, everything I want to share is in verse 3. Jesus said of the good shepherd, of himself, the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Today's sermon title is how your shepherd calls. How he calls to you. And right in that short verse, I think you see three things. Next week, we get to use our video screens in both services. And I would have these three points on the screens, but you can remember them. How the shepherd calls, number one, he calls effectively. In other words, his call works he says my sheep or the sheep of the good shepherd hear his voice because when jesus calls it cuts through to not only your ears but to your heart as the holy spirit works so many times on this Sunday, I have used as a children's message the recorded voices of parents in the congregation before the service. I'll use a phone or a tape recorder or something and get numerous parents to say their child's name and I love you. And then I play them for the children. And when they hear their parents' voice, I love you. They say, that's mommy, that's daddy. They, they hear in a special way, tuned in to their parents' voice. So many times, so many other sounds are in our life. Even for churches, there are things either not taught in the Bible or avoided from the Bible. But when we teach God's word, Christ's voice cuts through. There are parents indeed, and I'm one, who have neglected to share God's word in their, their homes with their children, with each other, getting involved in so many other activities, but not sitting down day by day, night by night, having family devotions, talking to their children about Bible stories and answering questions and teaching the catechism. But Christ's word can cut through and indeed, every Christian at times has been besieged by the, the noises, so many contrary to God's word in our culture. But today the promise is Christ's voice cuts through. Your shepherd calls to you effectively as you hear his voice. And I think it's happening more and more, deeper and deeper, as the days have passed during the, the pandemic of COVID-19, we even share some of this on our Facebook page. God has given us time 
To be still, as it says outside our church building, Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Tune into his voice as he calls, because he calls effectively and also personally, individually. Your shepherd is calling you. This is an astounding line of scripture. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name. Yes, Jesus died to save the world and all people, but he died to save you. He calls you by name. Christianity is not a religion although it has aspects of a religion, but that gives the connotation of some performance by me, sometimes even to merit and curry the favor of God. Now, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. I'm sure you've heard many times before God coming to you in Christ, you now his child, his lamb, and he calls you by name. I have heard and read though I do not know myself as a city boy all my life, that this actually occurs with shepherds and sheep. They actually call sheep individually in Jesus' day. You can see it in the words he uses here. There were communal sheep pens, and one particular shepherd had to call his particular sheep from that pen. And for you too, Jesus is calling your name. Jesus said later, I started to quote it, my sheep hear my voice, I know them. I know you, Jesus says. I know your sin. He, he suffered the consequences more than any of us on the cross. I know your fears. I know your sorrows. I know your pains. He knows you. And he knows what you need, the forgiveness earned by his death the hope and the confidence won by his resurrection. I know you. I call you. You know, some of us are estranged from the sacrament of the altar during this past month. So maybe it's a good time to emphasize the other sacrament, the first sacrament, the sacrament of holy baptism. There, Jesus called you by name. He said to me, Craig Richard Schinnerer, you are mine. Craig, I hold you. Craig, I use you. Craig, you are my heir. Craig, insert your own name. The shepherd calls effectively because he's doing it personally and individually and finally purposefully. As he calls you with his powerful word individually, he's calling you for a purpose. Did you notice that? In this verse, he said, the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He leads them out. I believe from God's word that Jesus is always moving us from one place to another, always better, although we heard from 1 Peter, 
It is a call so much to suffering and sacrifice. There is that joy still in the midst of even this world's evils as Jesus moves you. My father, in just the years before he died, shared with me that he had come to learn that Christ calls us to a series of adventures in faith. And when you think about it, it is, of course, true. As a child, there's that adventure of being new to God's word, the gospel, and hearing it with a childlike faith as a teenager, adolescent. Then the adventure of, of now living it on your own more and more. As, as a, a, a young adult, there's marriage and raising kids. That adventure in, in Christ's word and way. Later in life, retirement, maybe health problems. That's an adventure of faith. And as my father experienced, and we all do, there's the adventure then of, of dying in the faith through the door of eternal life. Through the door. Jesus calls himself in this section, this year we hear, not the good shepherd. He calls himself the door. I am the door of the sheep. I found a picture this week. Maybe we can show on the video as the closing song ends of how that occurred in, in biblical times. In that sheep pen, the shepherd would place himself at the entrance. This picture shows the shepherd sitting there, maybe even lying prone for a purpose for the sheep. First, to protect them. He even mentions that the sheep, because he is the door, will be saved from thieves and robbers, from wolves that would attack, from our own sin. And indeed, from the damnation we deserve, even from death itself. But he's also there to lead forth the sheep. In fact, later on in this chapter, he says they will go in and out, in and out. He's always moving you as your shepherd, the, the way you go. This church's mission statement is, quote, Helping people connect up with God, in with other Christians, and out with the world. Summarized with the three prepositions. Up, in, out. And that's where Jesus wants to move you. Up with God who first comes down to you in the flesh, taking your punishment, accomplishing your resurrection, connecting you up with that saving God. And that happens in with other Christians, in the word and with the sacraments. But it's for the purpose of moving you out with the world to, to share this good news. Look for it in the coming weeks. Your shepherd moving you. There is a song we're not going to sing today that hit my memory as I prepared this message about your Savior's call, it's in our hymnal, but it's not a traditional hymn. It's actually from Africa, from Kenya. It's really not supposed to be played with the organ. 
I'll play the refrain for you here. Listen, and then I'll summarize the words. Listen. Listen, God is calling. Indeed, Christ is calling through the word. Indeed, you've heard today and continue to hear. Listen, God is calling through the word, inviting, offering forgiveness, comfort, and joy. He is calling you effectively, personally, individually, purposefully for a reason. That's how your shepherd calls. Amen. And as a response, we speak the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Jesus, as the good shepherd, you are also our door, called by you. Let us come before God's throne of grace through you in thankful prayer on behalf of all people. Blessed shepherd, you established your church with your sacrificial death and mighty resurrection. Give us devotion to your word that we may abide in the teaching of the apostles and the fellowship of the church. Guard us against all thieves, robbers, wolves, the enemies of your word, our own sinful flesh. Keep us within the care of your flock forever. Shepherd, you hold in your hands all the might of man and you hold accountable those who would govern your people in this life. Give us good government, good leaders who will honor your purposes, protect your people, serve the cause of justice, defend liberty. Give them, especially in these times, wisdom and moderation in the response to the pandemic. Merciful shepherd, your wounds are our healing. Your voice calls us to you in times of any need. 
Hear us on behalf of all those who suffer in body or mind, who grieve those they love, to whom death draws near. We especially pray for those suffering or grieving during the spread of COVID-19. We pray for Steve Harms and other friends and family battling cancer, the brother-in-law of Bill, the friend of Jack, and all those on our prayer list and those we name in our hearts. Grant to all healing according to your will, grace to sustain in the time of trouble, hope of the new and everlasting life soon to be seen. Be with those unemployed or suffering financial crisis in this time, those tempted to be distraught, and help us to help all around us. Gracious shepherd, you seek out the lost sheep who have fallen, you would restore the sinner to repentance. Send forth your spirit to kindle faith in the hearts of those who have fallen away or those being overcome by temptation. Bring good from ill and increase the hunger for your word, a recognition of our need that many will be gathered into your eternal flock and indeed to the church building when the doors are opened wide again. Guide us as we make plans to gather again and worship next Sunday. Good shepherd, hear us because we are beset by so many false voices, tempted by so many false gospels. Keep us strong in your word, the scriptures, to know you as the way, the truth, and the life, the only door of God's grace and glory. Help us to hear your voice always and to abide safely in your word that remains forever. In your name we pray and live. And Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Oh